I'm Sharon Betters, and you are listening to the Daily Treasure Podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. And I'm so grateful that today we are going to hear from one of our guest writers. A few weeks ago, we shared the devotionals written by Karen Grant. And as I was preparing this last week of the Valley of Tears, I remembered in particular one of her devotionals, and it is a perfect fit for our last week in Psalm 84. So today's devotional is called Breaking the Never-Ending Cycle, and our writer is Karen Grant. Today's treasure is from Ephesians 2, 8-10. through For by grace we have been saved through faith, and this is not of our own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. As I said a few weeks ago, Daily Treasure guest writer Karen Grant wrote about betrayal. She did not sugarcoat the grief of betrayal with Christian platitudes. Karen acknowledged learning how to forgive and break the bondage of our thoughts. Constantly reliving the betrayal is painful, long, and almost impossible with God's strength and the disciplines of grace. As I wrote about the highway to Zion in those whose strength is in the Lord and whose hearts are fixed on pilgrimage, I read Karen's devotional for that day. It is a perfect way to clarify what it means to intentionally create a highway into your heart as you face the fears, struggles, and challenges while on your pilgrimage home. To read the entire Betrayal series, go to markinc.org, click the link to Daily Treasure, and then click what she said. Karen's devotional is in that series. These are the words from Karen. Our home is in a semi-rural area and we see lots of wildlife. Groundhogs dance, fawns learn to stand on wobbly legs, rabbits, geese, turkeys, and more live in observable proximity. Some are shy and some are bossy, but all of them are creatures of habit. For instance, I can walk into the woods and see their trails. How's a trail made? Well, by habitually going the same way to the same destination. One of our favorite family memories is of our dearly departed Basset Hound following her habitual path around the deck to the back door long after the deck was removed. We too are creatures of habit and often get stuck using familiar paths, reviewing hurts and betrayals in never-ending cycles. If we are going to actually become free of preoccupation with betrayals, there is more help available than praying for redress or relief. We can also take hold of some means of grace He has provided and we can participate in our healing. Yes, we must pray in repentance for our part of relational messes and for the ability to forgive others. Yes, we can pour out our cries over hurtful experiences. He hears us and He hears. We may find that counseling is needful. What are some other ways we can take part in the healing process? First, we can observe our thought patterns. When I find myself thinking of a betrayal, I can pause and observe. What trail am I taking? I can find scripture to memorize and use as a signpost to exit the roundabout. Such scriptures for me have been Ephesians 4 verses 1 through 3, Isaiah 26, 3, and Romans 12, 8. I can notice how my physical state is affecting my thought life. Sometimes we need to humbly acknowledge that our humanity affects our thought life, including my eating or exercise and rest patterns. How am I feeling emotionally? Has something disturbed me today that I'm piggybacking onto an old wound? Am I grieving a loss which takes me down a well-worn trail to other losses? Is there a healthy way to grieve this fresh hurt 
without attaching it to an old betrayal. How could this look? When I see specific people who have left our organization, leaving a trail of gossip to their new workplace, I become alert. I remember that I've worked through the hurt and made peace with the fact that others may believe their version of certain events as the real story. I haven't gone to others to straighten their trail, to correct their version. The Lord has shown me my part, and I have repented, sorrowed, complained, and willed to forgive by God's grace. But when paths cross and I purposefully walk over to greet that individual and they turn away, ouch. What trail has the Lord intentionally created through grace for when this happens? Are roadblocks prepared barring the betrayal cycle? Have I prepared the way for the Holy Spirit to work? Am I prepared to pray immediately for the Lord to direct my thoughts rather than go back into the past hurts? Are you equipped to tell yourself the truth? Their attitude is not my responsibility, but my attitude is. Is this the exact moment I need to experience a path correction and pray and forgive me my debts as I forgive my debtors, as I read in Matthew 6, verse 12? Forging a new trail takes effort. I have to participate to carefully tramp down a new path until it becomes the familiar one. It may take a machete to tear through invasive growth I've allowed or even collected, but it is worthwhile labor. As we read in today's treasure, for by grace we have been saved through faith, and this is not our own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Beating down a new righteous path for my thought life is a worthwhile work. You see, Christ even prepared the new trail. He has gone ahead of us, walking through misunderstandings, betrayals, and sorrows. He created a way for us that is based on what He has done for us, not what has been done to us. Our good works include working on ourselves in response to the grace He gives, replacing sinful habits with healthy ones, spiritual, mental, and physical, so that we no longer have to follow the old paths that ensnare us. Oh, Jesus, thank you for going before us, forging a new trail for us to travel with confidence, knowing you too experience betrayal, betrayal beyond our imagination. May we fall so in love with you that our auto-response to our betrayers is forgiveness. May you break the cycle of anger and bitterness by filling our hearts with a deeper understanding of your sovereign love. Well, friends, I hope that you are being encouraged by the series that we're in right now, the Valley of Tears series, and our guest writer, who is sharing so much of her own story, Wendy Van Wingerden. I'm always grateful for those who are willing to open up their hearts to others as a means of encouraging them. And that is one of the themes that really drives us through our ministry at Mark Inc., is to offer biblical encouragement to others whether it is through Anchored Hope, Biblical Online Counseling, Ask Dr. Betters, The Sermons, Daily Treasure. We also encourage you to check out my book, Treasures of Encouragement, especially if you're considering a fall Bible study. This little book has been used by thousands of people uh, over the past 25 years. A 25th edition has just been published, and we're excited to see how God is creating more interest in this study. You can go to treasuresofencouragement.org where you can learn more about the book, where you'll also find free resources that complement your study as an individual or as a small group leader. 
So again, that's treasuresofencouragement.org. And I hope you'll prayerfully consider Treasures of Encouragement as your small group Bible study this fall. I'm Sharon Batters. Thanks so much for joining us. I look forward to being with you tomorrow.